Hey guys, it's Maya Haridat here. I'm a business coach and speaker, and I want to help my fellow entrepreneurs uncover what they don't know that they don't know about running successful businesses when it comes to sales. And today's topic is juicy, y'all. I want to dive into the conversation around sales to help you uncomplicate it. And I came across this, this conversation recently twice. And I thought, you know what? We got to dive in on an upcoming podcast. So I want you to grab a cup of something that makes you happy, whether it's coffee or tea or whatever beverage that delights your heart. Grab a piece of paper because I'm going to give you three tips today, guys, that are going to be really, really profound when it comes to sales in your company. And so here's the topic we're going to focus on today. I want you as an entrepreneur to be focused on sales. And when you break down sales, I need you to understand this key point. You have to focus on both the short-term sales wins and your long-term sales goals as an entrepreneur every day in your business. All right, so what do I mean by that? What does that actually look like? Well, let's start out with a story first. I was talking with a coaching client recently and she shared with me a big client win that she had and I was so, so, so excited for her. She had just finished working as she's a service-based business and she had just finished working with one of her business clients and was wondering, okay, well, what am I gonna do next? Where am I gonna get the next opportunity? And she did some outreach, she did some, you know, connections and some conversations and boom, she landed her next client and her client is juicy, right? And so I am so excited for her because I know she's gonna, for the next couple of months, have the cash flow coming in. She's doing the work she loves. She is so good at it. It lights her up. Her clients are always happy. And like, you know, life is, is good, right? Life is awesome. But what I spoke with her about is that as amazing as this opportunity is, she has to start while she's working on the short-term opportunity, prospecting for the next client. And why is that so important? Because I've seen this story happen a gazillion times. Heck, I've had it happen in my own business. You land a client, you know that you're gonna have the cash flow for a couple of months, and you are sitting on like easy street. You're like, oh my gosh, the bills are gonna be paid, the lights are gonna be on, and I can really enjoy and do the work that I love doing. But what smart entrepreneurs do is the minute that the contract is signed and even before the check is cashed in the bank for the first check, they are already prospecting and looking for future clients at the same time. Now, how you do it is a conversation for a whole nother podcast. And I will give you some how-to tips on this because I think it's pretty important. But I actually wanna dive in a little bit deeper and explore the why you need to do this. Because for far too many of us, I don't think we really understand why this conversation, why this need to have a focus on short-term and long-term sales is so, so critical. So I'm gonna give you three talking points today that I want you to factor in because this is gonna help you make much smarter decisions as you move forward with your company. So the first thing that I want you to know is this really is not a commonly talked about topic. In a lot of ways, it's a new concept. I mean, if you think about how entrepreneurs are often portrayed as success stories, right? You don't hear stories of saying, hey, so-and-so is going to earn $10 million in the future right? You hear about the entrepreneurs that they're being measured on what their business has in right here, right now in the bank. They made $10 million last year, or they made, you know, whatever, you know, sales success that they made in in a period of time. 
That's because in our culture and the way we talk about entrepreneurship, the way we talk about business, we really only count how much money you have in the bank today. And, you know, there is some validity to that. I think it's important that we factor in, hey, what are you doing right here and right now in your business? But the problem with that, of course, is that we're so focused a lot of times on what we have right here today that we often don't do the work to plan, and I emphasize that word plan, to plan what we need to work on tomorrow. And so today's success story can be tomorrow's failure in a heartbeat. And I don't mean to make light of that at all, but I just do mean to get us to really start to rethink how we think about short-term sales and how we think about long-term sales to just let you know it's not really a common concept. I mean, even if you think about something like when you have to complete taxes for your business, for example, right? Um, that might You might think, oh, well, that's helping us think from a long-term perspective about sales. Well, you are looking at an entire year and that's valuable, but in many ways, it's still about at this point in time, how much did you make from January to December you know, assuming that's your fiscal year, how much did you make during that time frame, And then how much do you have profit or loss after that, you know, ergo, that's what you have to pay in taxes. So when you take this topic to, to really flesh it out in your own company, I want you to really take this away. It's going to take some rethinking about sales for you in order to fully embrace this topic. Because all of our business systems and our operations, how we talk about entrepreneurship as a society, everything focuses on short-term sales. Nobody gets really, really giddy on your five-year sales plan when you're going to an event or when you're hearing someone that's really amazing up on the stage talk about their business. They don't talk in those terms. So I want, to get, I want you to give yourself some grace, some forgiveness, some space, because it is gonna take some work in order to be able to get you to focus on both the short-term and the long-term sales, okay? And then point number two, well, let's dive into the real reason why you need to have this focus on the short-term and the long-term sales. Now, the short-term sales, that's pretty easy. Honestly, it's kind of obvious. You want the lights on, you wanna pay your rent, you wanna be able to pay whatever expenses you have for the business, right? Like keeping the website up and running, um, whatever association dues you're paying for right now, you know, whatever your accountant has told you that is totally legal for you to have for your business, right? And that you can expense. And then also what you know you need for your business because this is gonna keep your business up and running. Payroll to me would be a huge one in that category. The short-term sales helps you with cash flow, which is critical, right? Cash flow is queen or cash flow is king, depending upon whatever circle that you're hanging out in. But very often this conversation about, well, how do I actually grow the company is missing from this conversation. And let me give you an example using the client example that we worked with earlier about what growth looks like. So here's the deal for a lot of service-based companies. If you're providing a service, let's say you're a creative and you're providing writing or you're um, providing um, editing skills or something of that nature, you're probably trading your time for money and you get contracts or you work with clients on a project basis. Well, if you've ever calculated at the end of the year, there technically is only so many hours that you can work and there's only so many projects that you can comfortably take on that will keep your business in the, in the black and keep the cash flow going, meaning it'll keep the wheels you know, moving, it'll keep the bills paid and you're happy and life goes on. The problem is, is that if you reach a point in your company and you're like, well, 
this is not enough money. I want to be making more, right? Like all this work that I'm doing, I want to be making more. And yeah, there's a couple of ways that you could do that. You could raise your rates, for example. You could take on only certain types of projects that you know you can get done in a shorter period of time or, you know, where you can charge way more for them or something of that nature. But in many ways, you're still going to run into that time and money problem. And it's not going to help you solve the question of, well, how do you grow? How do you actually 2x or 3x or 10x what your business looks like? And the only way you can actually grow the company is when you have this focus on what is my plan around long-term sales growth? What does that even look like in this conversation? And I'll give you an example that I think kind of relates a lot to what a lot of companies experienced last year. Last year, when I think about the pandemic and how it affected literally the entire planet, There were a number of companies at that time that had been experimenting and thinking about this conversation of, well, what does long-term sales growth look like? And so the simple answer was, it was those that were ready to be online, right? Whether it was online using video platforms or whether it was online, you know, being able to sell digitally. And they had been experimenting and testing and doing ideas for a long period of time behind the scenes quietly with this online space. Now, some of the companies had actually been up and running. So, you know, one of my favorite examples probably is Instacart, right? Like Instacart was around long before the pandemic happened. So they had been running, that was their business model and it worked and they were just perfectly positioned for when, you know, the tragedy struck and we all had to now, you know, go home and kind of figure out how we're going to navigate from there. But I also want to counter the others, other companies, other businesses that had been trying to do some of this experimentation all along, right? So I have a client, for example, that I've worked with for a number of years that I do trainings for. And in the past, most of the trainings had always take place in person. But one time I asked them, like, they're a really amazing company and they often let me experiment with different ideas and concepts that are going to help the participants of these trainings. Like, you know, whatever's going to help them, let's test it out, Maya. Let's see what we're going to do. So we had experimented for a couple of years with actually doing some of the classes virtually and had gotten really good feedback and really good results. They didn't market the class as being a virtual class. It wasn't the purpose of why we did this business. It was not even part of the business model, but we were willing to experiment and test out different ideas that might be of service to their participants, to their clients, their customers. And this was one of those examples that we had done. Well, let me tell you guys something. When it came time to actually pivot and move 100% online, this client was perfectly positioned to be able to do so. And it looked a little bit different with some of my other, um, with other groups that I work with or experiences that I heard from other speakers or other presenters in that factor where companies hadn't been thinking about this. They hadn't been looking at what were their long-term sales opportunities. And so I give that example, it's a harsh one, right? It's a really, really hard one because, you know, I know, you know, some of the tragedy that we experienced around this conversation and some of the challenges it's been to navigate working online. But I give this as an example that I think we can all relate to. Your ability to keep your eye on both the short-term sales and the long-term opportunities in your business, you cannot take your eye off the ball on that. If you want your company to grow, if you want to find a way to actually start earning more, like where you're 10xing, you know, 20xing what you're currently earning right now, it comes from laying the groundwork now when you're not 
um, in an emergency situation, when your back is not pressed up against the wall, to start testing and running these ideas in advance so that you can start to see, does this actually serve the customer's needs? No, this doesn't really, let's tweak it, let's try, let's test something out and get feedback and get help when you're not pressured around having to make those decisions, right? Like there is nothing worse in your business when you gotta take a client because you need the cash flow today. Like I've had that experience, it is not fun. You will take any client to work with. But instead of doing that, I recommend that you start planning for the future now and you start thinking about where are the places my business can grow? What are the opportunities that I need to invest some time in doing some research? That I need to invest some time in testing out some of the ideas, running a few beta examples or test um, projects to see, is this the type of thing that I want to do moving forward, right? Because if you do it now, while you have some bandwidth, while you have some time, or for that matter, even if you don't, to be frank, you're going to be much better positioned to be able to grow in the long term. And growth looks very different than short-term sales. And it's one of those things that if we're not paying attention to it, it's very, very easy to miss the eight ball on it. And the, the trend or whatever the opportunity is, it'll just pass you by. And that opportunity could be lost in terms of future business income. Now, the third reason that I want you to stop focusing on short and long-term sales growth, or that rather that I want you to focus on short and long-term sales growth in your business. That was a total slip when I looked at my notes here and I'm like, no, that's not at all what it is. I need you to focus on both short and long-term sales growth. You know, there's an interesting phrase that says, if you need someone to get something done really, really effectively, give it to an already busy person right and there's a reason for that saying because if i give it to an already busy person they already have systems in place they already have processes in place where if they add something else to the plate that they're going to figure out a way of how to be able to navigate it and they're going to figure out a way of fitting it in and far too often when i talk about this conversation about both short-term sales and long-term sales most people will push back hard and say oh my i don't have the time for this i just really don't have the bandwidth to be able to work on this i get that but let's ask the question. So then at what point does your company actually have the opportunity to grow? At what point will you have the time? And sometimes it's not necessarily about time that's stopping you from the, both the short and long-term sales growth opportunities. Sometimes what's keeping you back from being able to have the focus on both short-term sales and long-term sales is that it's gonna require some cleaning up of some of the systems, some of the processes, and some of the operations you have behind the scenes. And you know it's a mess. And you kind of don't want to look at it, right? It's kind of like that room in your house. That's the room you keep the door closed because you know if we open up that room, whew, we're just going to be in there for hours, <laughs> okay? Listen, I understand it's going to take work. And I don't want to diminish the fact that having your focus on both of them is not easy. It takes work. It is tough, guys. But I'm also going to say that if you look at the success stories of people that you see on the Rising Star Entrepreneur Awards or the companies that might be on, you know, a Forbes list or an Inc., um, um, you know, 5000 list or Black Enterprises list. If you look at those companies, nine out of 10 of them were focusing on long term growth for a couple of years or at least a couple of months before they got to the position they got to. It wasn't something that they just magically happened to sell 
right here, right now in the short term, a solid amount of products or services. They had their focus for a very long period of time on that long-term growth. And I would challenge you to think about, well, what did those companies focus on? What did they do in order to be able to get to that position, right? For a lot of them, they started with their top goal of I want long-term growth and this is what it's going to look like. And then they back and ended into, well, then how do I need to spend my time as a result? Now, does that mean that they possibly had maybe two or three rooms in their house that were kind of messy as a result? Probably. (laughs) I wouldn't doubt it if you pull back the covers on things because it ain't easy being able to come up with a business model that where your company is going to grow. It's not easy being able to set up sales within your company where year after year you have you know, gains and your company is growing. But I am going to challenge you. Do not let time be the reason why you can't do it. If anything, dig into it a little bit harder and see what you need to clean up within your own time frame of how you spend time, right? And it's not about adding a bunch of work and a bunch of busy work to your calendar, but what do you need to do to shift in order to be able to have this focus on short-term and long-term sales? Because at some point, the company's gotta grow. You're not gonna wanna do this work for five years, 10 years, 15 years, and not see the receipts increasing, right? Like who wants to do that? That You could go get a job if that's gonna be the case. You, you started a business because you wanted to be able to make a difference and you wanted your company to be able to grow. So I challenge you with that third idea. Look at how entrepreneurs who have extremely successful companies, how did they spend their time in the early stages? What did they focus on and how did they do it? And very often when you hear interviews of entrepreneurs, they give you the examples, they tell you the stories of what they did, you know, and you don't have to follow the exact patterns of how everybody did it. A lot of them made major sacrifices and didn't spend time with family or didn't spend time with friends. And that may not be for you. That's fine. That's fine. You don't have to follow their exact pattern. But I do want you to pay attention to how they did it so that you can reverse engineer the same strategy for your own business. And nine times out of 10, I'm telling you, those companies had a plan for both short-term and long-term sales that they were working from day one. And if you figure out how to be able to put that focus on your business, there is no doubt in my mind that you are going to see the wins. There are gonna be bumps in the road, we all have those, but you're gonna see the wins and you're going to see your company grow in amazingly phenomenal ways. So listen, I hope that this episode gave you some ideas. I hope it gave you some insights into the benefits of why you want to focus on short and long-term sales within your company. And I want to challenge you to like jot down one or two things, one or two action steps that you can take after hearing this podcast to see that improvement within your own business. I'll be back with future episodes. I'll be back with future conversations about sales and kind of you know, debunking the myths about sales and giving you some insights out of how to think about sales differently within your company. But I also want you to take action after you hear these conversations so that you start to see the results happen within your company right away. All right. Have an amazing, amazing week, guys, and happy, happy cash flow.